0: is rising on an emerging generation of kings Exodus 28 if you are there can you say amen Amen. let's read together slowly but not so slowly from verse 1 to verse 4 and I'll pick it up from there 3 to 1 let's read now take Aaron your brother and his sons with him from among the children of Israel that he may minister to me as priest. Aaron and Aaron's sons, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar, and you shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother for glory and for beauty. So you shall speak to all who are gifted artisans whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom that they may make Aaron's garments to consecrate him that he may minister to me as Christ as priest rather and these are the garments which they shall make a breastplate an ephod a robe a skillfully woven tunic a turban and a sash so they shall make holy garments for Aaron your brother and his Sons, that they may minister, he may minister to me as priest. Then he explains: shall take the gold, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and the fine linen, and they shall make the ephod of gold, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and fine woven linen, artistically worked. It shall have two shoulder straps, not for Iguiraga iguera, purposes. "...joined at its two edges, and so it shall be joined together an intricately woven band of the ephod, which is of it, or which is on it, shall be of the same workmanship, made of gold, blue, purple, and scarlet thread, and fine woven linen. Then you shall take two onyx stones, and engrave on them the names of the sons of Israel, six of their names on one stone, and six names on the other stone, in order of their birth." with the work of an engraver in stone like the engravings of a signet you shall engrave the two stones with the names of the sons of Israel you shall set them and all of that verse 15 speaks about the breastplate of judgment verse 31 it speaks about other priestly garments shall make the robe of the ephod all of blue and he went on and on and on and verse 29 consecrated them so God says, I want Aaron to minister to me, but Aaron cannot minister to me just the way he is. He is not dressed for it. Look at somebody, tell the person, get dressed for it. Get dressed for it. You know that there's a difference between the way you dress up when you're going to bed and the way you dress up when you're going to a party." Ever been to a party before? A party, a party. There's a difference. In other words, Aaron is a good guy. Aaron is okay. Aaron is not a bad guy. But the way Aaron is, the way Aaron is right now, he cannot function the way I want him to function he is not dressed for it look at somebody beside you say are you dressed for it because your dressing is going to determine whether you actually walk in victory in the day of battle or whether you have to turn back and run into a hiding place the dressing not just your identity identity because if you're saved but you are not dressed, what will happen? If you are saved, but you're not dressed, what's going to happen? You're going to be exposed in the day of battle. And isn't it possible, or rather, isn't it the truth, that so many believers are what? Exposed. Why? Because they are not... Dressed for it. Look at somebody say, Get dressed for it. it. One moment. We're not dressed for it. Let's go to Matthew 22. Matthew 22. Something is sounding like a bomb. Ticking. What's that? What's it? What's it? All right, Matthew 22, from verse 1. And Jesus answered and spoke to them, Are you there, people? And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by parables and said the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son. Look at somebody say arranged marriage. marriage. If you're going to go for arranged marriage, make sure that it's coming from God. The king arranged a marriage for his son and sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding and they were not willing to come again he sent out other servants saying tell those who are invited see I have prepared my dinner my oxen and fatted calf are killed and all things are ready can I prophesy concerning somebody's marriage you will not have to beg or borrow for your marriage you will not have to beg or borrow even for the wedding before the marriage it said, My oxen and fatted cattle are killed, and all things are ready. Come to the wedding, just show up. Turn up. But they made light of it and went their ways one to his own farm, another to his business, and the rest seized the servants, treated them spitefully, and killed them. But when the king heard about it, he was furious. And he sent out his armies, destroyed those murderers and burned up their city. Then he said to his servants, the wedding is ready but those who were invited were not worthy. Therefore go into the highways. In other words, do you know what makes you worthy? What makes you worthy in life is not your achievement. What makes you worthy in life is accepting God's invitation. What makes you worthy of killing Goliath is David. When there is a stirring in your spirit to release the stone, release it. There is nothing in David's construct that would have made other people think, oh, this guy looks like a giant killer. Mm, let's give him a shot. <laughs> Not even of tequila. Back at you. Whatever you're doing right now some of you do like this (laughs) (laughs) so what makes you worthy is not I've read all the books in the world I've crammed the bible in fact I even added my own chapter to it what makes you worthy is that you accept when God says you are forgiven you say yes Lord I'm forgiven do you know that a guilty conscience beyond the point of revelation is actually a display of pride when God has revealed to you that Christ was killed for your sin and you remain or died for your sin and you remain guilty and you're holding on to it that's pride Because that's you telling God what you did to take my guilt away was not strong enough. I need to pay it in full by feeling bad. God, your payment is not okay. Let me add my own naira of pain. I don't know. It takes humility to accept forgiveness that you want to feel justified for by being punished for so why am i saying that because it said that the people that I invited were not worthy salvation is never for worthy people but in description here is saying that those that declined the invitation were not worthy so what makes you worthy is the fact that when god invites you to the table you show up the worthiness is in your unworthiness is his worthiness that becomes your worthiness when you let go of the feelings of unworthiness when he reveals to you the worthiness that is given you in Christ. Does that make sense to somebody? And they so said those guys were not worthy. Verse 9, therefore go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. So those servants went out. Are you still reading? So those servants went out into the highways, verse 10. Can you read from there? Both. Look at somebody say the good and bad will make it into the kingdom. Oh you guys don't sound like you believe it. Some of you you sound like you're sad that some bad people are going to make it into the kingdom. The good and the bad will make it into the kingdom. Let me tell you why. Because no matter how good you are as a human being, your good is bad by God's standard. Isn't that interesting? Isaiah says our righteousness as filthy rags. Do you know what it means? It's like female clothes. That's what it's saying. Sanitary parts. That's the original text. Excuse me, guys. What do you do with it? Do you does anybody put pictures of their those things on Instagram? I'm trying to show you something. Huh? People do it. Nothing. <laughs> Is he okay? You're actually right. Because the world is (laughs) degenerating. I don't think it's ever happened. I I pray it never happens. I would have been raptured. (laughs) What is the point I'm trying to make? The point I'm trying to make is the same way we don't showcase those things in public. When we stand for God in public, we don't want to boast in our good works. It's saying that your, your claim to personal righteousness by human effort is as good as something that should be discarded without anybody knowing. In other words, there is no ceremony required for discarding this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got my pad now, pad now, pad now. Come and see my pad now. I need to drive it home so you really get out. So God says the way you're hewing That's the way I heal people that come at me and say God but I've been good. Heal. My hope is built to nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the swiftest gale but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other grounds. Jesus, help me. See, I'll help you now. So, the good and the bad. What's the point? That even at the height of my goodness, it still will not reach anywhere. It's the difference between a man who says, Ah, I'm the greatest jumper in my village. I can jump. Can you jump from Lagos to London? Great a jumper you are, you can't jump into London. You need what? An aircraft. Salvation is God' aircraft to lift you into the realms of divine royalty. The ticket is the blood of Jesus. Nobody gets a seat on a public plane just because they are fine. So, ah, my goodness. Please come. Business class. No, no, no. Doesn't happen. No matter how great a swimmer you were, in the days of Noah, you would not have survived the flood. Sir, so, I'm a butterfly. Butterfly, backstroke. You have stroke <laughs> Let it out, come on, let it flow. More, 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 more. <laughs> Isn't that therapeutic, like? Come on, feel free. I, I'm, I'm giving you the opportunity. You say, it's much better than some other people now. It's on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Uh, I think it was last week, Thursday. I was in a bus and I remembered something that someone said. <laughs> I just started laughing. <laughs> so laugh now where your brothers and sisters can understand why you're laughing. Just be saving it, saving it. It's not quite funny. <laughs> All of a sudden, your stomach is expanding now. Because what should cause, what should be expressed? <laughs> so, Noah's ark. Noah is saying there will be rain, rain. So, this one, I'm a fish. Day one, you're swimming. Day two, swimming. Day three is like... Day four. Hmm. What's up? What's up? Scuba diving. (laughs) Nobody could survive the, the flood. Nobody can survive the destruction of man except you enter into another man called Christ. And that man has mansions. In my father's house, there are many. If you don't enter the mansion, what will we you have? Ten shun. So, it's not the good and the bad. Get everybody. Look at somebody See, I'm. I'm one of the number. I'm, I'm just a part. Do you know the good thing about this feast is that whoever was found in the feast, it does not matter whether they were good or bad, they were invited. Somebody say, I'm grateful for a seat at the feast. And the wedding hall was filled with guests, verse 11. But when the king came in to see the guest, he saw a man there who did not have a Wedding clothes. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have Ashoe B, so he had Ashoe B. And didn't say to him, Ah uh, oh, it's okay, I like your style. Uh uh-uh. This boxers that you're wearing. Correct, disruptive. What you call fashion forward. Very fashion forward. Sir, you're you're the guest of the future. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it said? I can read this in Europe. But it says "ore." this was there. That friend is not. Is not. Is, <laughs> Let me tell you what. It's like get out, my friend friend like bros what was how did you come in here without a write this down clothing determines access I'm going somewhere deep spiritual but I need you to relate with it so you never forget it I'm not just trying to wily away time. I'm not out of message. I want it to get it. I want it to absorb it. Clothing <laughs> determines access. Not only does it determine access, it also determines acceptance. Because you can access certain places illegally, but not be accepted. A thief can break into a bank, but it's not accepted there. Which means that he becomes endangered even though he's got an access. So access can endanger you if you are not dressed for what you've accessed. Many believers have entered into politics but by the time politics finished with them. They were not even be talkless of living. They were not dressed for it. They were not clothed for it why does Paul teach us in Ephesians 6 put on the whole armor of God that you might be able to withstand that means without the armor you cannot that's what he's talking about dressing determines protection some of the Europeans that came came to Africa came to Africa, came to Africa, came to Africa they saw summer sun they say, ah, when it's summer in Europe, we dress naked. Oxymoron. <laughs> it's Africa, bikini. Insects, bite. Malaria, catch. Death, happen. dressing so identity is not all you need are you dressed for the occasion mosquitoes don't respect you just because your skin is glowing in fact they are more attracted to you That's true. <laughs> Well, you say it's true, right? But because you're well illuminated, so I just imagine in my mind the mosquitoes were like, your life is lit, your life is lit. <laughs> so they don't respect that. Demons, I told you that God came as Jesus fully manifest in the flesh and the devil still went to tempt him. He said let me go and shoot my shorts. Maybe God will gawk it. He tempted I mean he tempted Jesus. Are you getting this? Now if you can tempt Jesus can't he tempt you? So he saw the identity of Jesus tempted him. The Bible says Jesus came through temptation says he left him for how long? a while. while. Mosquitoes will come around you. If you're all dressed, bye-bye, plastic, plastic, I know it, I know it. They go back to come and see whether you are now relaxed and you want to feel fine. Remove your clothes and then they can access. So it is said, why, how did you get here? In other words, it's a mystery that with what you're wearing, you even got here. Friend? Look at the friend beside you. say, friend? Say ah, Aw. <laughs> 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 Please notice this man, this investigator, the prefect of clothes at the wedding, <laughs> the king, <laughs> the king. He doesn't say, "With your kind of grades, how did you he get here?" you're not so gifted, how did you get here? you are too short to get here he does not address anything that had to do with achievement he addressed something that had to do with clothing why? because when you're fully clothed we recognize you by your clothing how do we recognize military men? Except the slap you in which case you know that. They also have the impartation. <laughs> How do you recognize a lawyer? How do you recognize a medical doctor? Or stethoscopes. test steth- steth- test steth- steth- test steth- steth- test steth- steth- test test. and their handwriting <laughs> <laughs> Doc, do you guys learn that writing? You know, at some point you just learning like, okay now you've graduated now I'll go to doctor's writing college DWC because you're too busy, right? like, you know you've not slept for days so you're just like... <laughs> the pharmacist do they learn doctor's writing? How come they're able to read it? Anyway, look at somebody say, where are your wedding clothes? So, clothing determines access. It determines accept- acceptance. Uh, Paul says, put on the whole garment of God, the armor of God, they might be able to... Uh, withstand the devil when he comes Moses in Exodus 28 God told him put clothes on who Aaron now Aaron is older than Moses true or not that means that for Aaron to wear the clothes that Moses is making for him it is an acknowledgement of the fact that I'm wearing the wrong clothes Aaron is from the lineage of priests. Who chose that lineage? God, right? But you can be chosen by God, but you're not wearing the garments your assignment requires for that season. In Africa, there's usually Ashwebi, right? Oh, all the women you're wearing, uh few share green. No. But more brown. A do green, ila orange, ikokore bronze. Very soon they start doing things like bad breath green, no, <laughs> dandruff grey. <laughs> That drop white. <laughs> 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 What's with the red coat? <laughs> lock my, lock my green. <laughs> 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 Eczema <in my> cream. <laughs> anyway, now do you know that when it when it gets the time to um serve the food, many times the food that is served is allocated to certain families. So they say people that are wearing green hats. They are the ones that will eat this one. It's weird, right? But that's what we do in Africa, many parts. If you are not wearing the right garments, you can be in the right place but not get food. In Joshua I believe it's chapter 4 Joshua has his encounter with a man and he draws his sword and he's about to fight because he's a fighter and Joshua says that who are you are you on our side or are you against us do you know the commander does not say I'm on your side or I'm not on your side what does it say he says I'm the captain of the lord's army in other words I'm not the person on anybody's side you have to decide whether you're on my side God doesn't take sides, but he has space on his side. You are the one that will choose. You know that song? Who is on the Lord's side? I want to know. I am on the... Many, many Bible club kids here. Sunday school kids. I am on the Lord's side and the Lord is on my side. As long as I live, as long as I live, I am on the Lord's I am, I am, I am. <laughs> Some people don't know that one at all. What they know is seaman, shoe naps. Amarugbo <laughs> takede. Anyway. So God doesn't take sides like that and so clothing is very important. Dressing spiritually is very important. There is the garment you wear to a dinner. There's the garment you wear to the beach. You can't go to the beach in Agbada. It says because I'm stylish. You are styled wrong. Joshua chapter 3. Sorry, Zechariah chapter 3. I won't talk about Joshua but it's in Zechariah chapter 3 don't worry I'm touched by the feelings of some of you people's infirmity I know that the hunger pangs are are real they're only a few minutes of your imagination some of you feel like certain things are swimming in your belly right now don't worry out of your belly will flow rivers. Zechariah 3 let's go together from verse 1 then he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord and Satan standing at his right hand look at somebody say not everybody by your right side is your supporter What was Satan standing he did not have a right hand man He had right hand, Satan. The devil was standing there to oppose him. Some people get close enough to you just to oppose you. That's why you need to put on the garments of divine wisdom. To know that not everybody who is around you is close to you. It says the Lord has chosen and the, and the Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. I thank God that even when we're blindsided, God is not blind. He's not blind to what is beside. Us. It says the Lord rebuke you, Satan. Now when the Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. The Lord said to Satan, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. Come on, my girlfriend is around. Hey. Hi, girlfriend. Looking fly. I feel like. G. I I feel like. <laughs> Pardon? Okay. Sub <What's> G. <laughs> Good to see. Thank you. Uh, special. no. All the people that want girlfriend, receive in Jesus' name. Not the play. F- there they had been. Okay, all the people that want boyfriend, receive in Jesus' name. Not boyfriend. I will be playing games. Boyfriend, thank you. That will go to the altar. He will not be a boy. He will be a man. We'll pray that, we'll pray that, we'll pray that. So, the Lord who has chosen Jerusalem rebuke you. Is this not a brand plucked from the fire? In other words, I prized this brand so much that I didn't want it to be consumed in the fire. I pulled it out. God said, I didn't just pull you out of the fire for nothing. I didn't pull you out of the fire for the devil to come and destroy you. So as I've saved you, I will salvage you. He says, now Joshua was what? Clothed with? Say it loud. Was clothed with filthy garments. And was standing before the angel. So one of the issues here was that Joshua was chosen. He was a high priest who was supposed to be functioning at the peak of the priestly order at that time. But guess what? His garments were soiled. Filthy. So you can have the right calling but the wrong clothing. Right calling, wrong clothing. Right battle, wrong armor. David and Saul. The truth was that David already had a different armor. What was the armor? The name of the Lord. That's why he told Goliath. He said, you come against me with what? Swords and spears, but I come against you where? In the name. In other words, I'm already clothed in the name. takaseya i'm already clothed in the name joshua had filthy garments and what does god say verse 4 he answered and spoke to those who stood before him saying take away the filthy garments from him and to him he said see i have removed your iniquity from you and i will clothe you with what rich robes." somebody say i'm going to be clothed somebody say i'm receiving fresh garments he said, take away the garments. He I've, I've removed iniquity. What is iniquity? Iniquity is inequality. In other words, the things that are making you fall short of the expectations of God, the standards of God, the promises of God, the ideas of God, the things in your head. Some of us, our clothes are not external. In fact, the clothes I'm talking about are not external. They're internal. So you have clothes in your head, that are describing you differently from the promises of God. So God calls you mighty man of valor. In your mind, you're like, where? Man that cannot even afford accommodation. Where is the valor? Mighty man of valor that has no power, that is in squalor, acting like Dolo. Uncle K. Uncle K. <laughs> K for coming. It's actually see, Uncle? So, God says, Ella, Ella, eh, eh. I mean, God wouldn't say that. But it's calling Ella's name. You don't know Ella. There's Ella. Not Ellao. Ella. Is he Anthony Ella? Is it Ella? Emanuela. Yeah. Uh, the only thing he didn't say was praise. <laughs> What's the full name? Emmanuela. <laughs> God says to you, you are a mighty woman. You've been called to do great things in your generation. Your mind, you're like, please, can you do great things in my kitchen first? Let me just have a great meal. Before you speak about what great, uh, am I I speaking to you right now? See that? Yeah, I, I know what it is. My God, you will feed five thousand. Can you feed the five thousand enzymes in my, in my belly face? Let's, let's just start. Let's start with that. Because it's not prophecy that I will eat now. God has given you certain garments. God is showing you five thousand dollar suits, and you're saying, God, I need a singlet. Shimmy. Inequality. I've taken the garments away from you. Look at somebody. Say, God is changing our garments today. today. Say louder. God is changing our garments today. He said said to them, remove the garments from Him, take the garments away from Him. Take the garments away. The filthy garments. The soiled garments. Now, what, you know what I really believe? I don't believe that Joshua woke up that day and then he just wore dirty garments. But in the course of life, some of our garments get soiled. Our esteem gets damaged, tampered with. You knew you were the bright child, the bright child, but after, after, after three jamb exams, you're not quite sure anymore. It's like... Every good thing comes to an end. My bright days are over. God forbid. So sometimes the garments get filthy from use. Sometimes it's not even the enemy that does it. But have you been in a place before? You wore your clothes, you didn't even hug anybody that day, didn't shake hands with anybody that day. By the end of the day, it was dirty. Yes, yes the neck. You see some of my shirts after a day of preaching or going to speak somewhere. It's been like I was inside AC throughout. But there was something in you that was coming out called sweat. All around. Filthy garments. And sometimes you begin to smell without even knowing you're smelling. the morning you actually sprayed certain things hopefully not mosquito uh, insecticide you sprayed like deodorant but by the end of the day the deal was out the rant was out with all the garments and says to him see i have removed your iniquity from you now what's the issue there see again see i have remo- removed iniquity from you and i will clothe you with what rich robes and i said let them put a clean turban on his head so they put a clean turban on his head and they put the clothes on him and the angel of the lord stood by okay and then certain things were done ezekiel 16 god has to change our garments Ezekiel 16. In the final stretch, we're going to do a lot of impartation, prophecy, activation of gifts, release of glory. There's going to be a release of glory. There's going to be a release a massive release of glory. And that's because as a ministry we're beginning to enter into more of the missionary phase. So in the month of May, we're going to do some evangelistic outreaches. In the month of May, we're going to hit the streets. We're going to go and preach. Also, in the month of May, I believe the second week of May, we're starting the new stream of Master Life. And we're starting the first stream of our missionary map. Yeah. So, people clap for evangelism. For missionary, do not clap. It's okay. God is watching you in 3D. Do you know that after you evangelize, you need to disciple them, turn them into. missionaries (laughs) ezekiel 16 i've preached from this about twice since we started again the word of the lord came to me saying son of man cause jerusalem to know our abominations and say thus says the lord god to jerusalem ezekiel 16 from verse i mean verse 3 now your birth and your nativity are from the land of Canaan your father was an Amorite and your mother was a Hittite as for your nativity on the day you were born your navel cord was not cut, nor were you washed in water to cleanse you you were not rubbed with salt nor wrapped in swaddling clothes No, I pitied you to do any of these things for you to have compassion on you but you were thrown out into the open field you were you yourself were loath on the day you were born and when I passed by you and saw you struggling in your own blood I said to you in your your blood shouted yes I said to you your blood shouted I made you thrive like a plant in the field and you grew matured and became very beautiful your breasts were formed and your hair grew but you were nakedness exposes your vulnerability Nakedness makes you susceptible. A person who fights naked is likely to bleed more than somebody who fights clothed. If you're clothed and you cannot even fight, but you're in- involved in the fight while you're clothed, by the time you hear the first pra, pra 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 pra, you might change your mind about the fight. Or hopefully somebody will take the fight seriously. I'll leave, I let them not fight. But if you're fighting naked, people don't even know whether you're really mad or not. And even if you're the person who's justified, they might think you're actually the insane person. So, when we look through the Bible, nakedness and the awareness of nakedness never originate. As in, the awareness of the negativity connected to nakedness never originates from God. God made man naked but clothed in his glory. Man strips himself because he falls from Glory. All men have seen and come short. So come short is to fall. That means that God put man in the garment of glory. But it's like a man sliding out of clothes. <laughs> when he fell short. So the garment of glory that he was clothed with and protected by. God was not even the one that took it from him. It was man that took it off. Oh my God. Are you getting this? So from that point onwards, every time we see anybody naked in anybody, that person is under the influence of demon spirit. Except in the story of Moses and Aaron, where God said, Oh, yeah, make clothes for them. And so they had to change their clothes. I'll give you examples. The madman of Gadara, Mark chapter 4. What happened? He was possessed by a demon spirit. What was he doing? he tore his own clothes and it was violating everybody in sight, right? Yes. The sons of Sceva, did they tear their clothes or not? When they went to go and, you know, the, the people, people that didn't really know Christ personally went to go and cast out moon. come out, come out. <laughs> come out, come out. Came out. <laughs> All I know Jesus I know who you be and the word says that they began to tear their clothes and they pursued them out of so when people are naked or stripped naked we see demonic activity when people are clothed is the glory of God love covers what it says you are the apple of my eyes do your eyelids cover your eyes or not do you have to think when I want to poke you in the eye? You guys are not responding, my <laughs> Instinctively, so God covers you instinctively. Wow. So when people are naked, we see them on. When people are clothed, we see the Spirit of God at work here. spend time fasting is persist partner with somebody to pray In the midst of that process you gain clarity or you will see are oh, you getting it or you will see something or know what you should do so if you see yourself persistently in the dream naked it's something worthy of attention and it could mean different things it could mean different things it could mean that you're in a space of undue vulnerability it could mean that a certain part of you is exposed it could mean that God is trying to take you into a space to see something that was done on your behalf or to you or against you. Yeah. Because sometimes in a dream, if it's a, a dream in which God is speaking, then it has a prophetic element to it. So when Joseph has the dream about... When the angel says to him, take the child and go to Egypt. Now, Joseph didn't need to, to um, understand the details of Herod or what Herod looks like. The dream just carried a message, there is danger here. And required an action. Yeah? He didn't just go, ah, tsk, I beg, angels, they've come again. No? So it depends on the context as well. But if you haven't a repeated a dream, you need to pay attention to it. Except it's a dream of you playing Candy Crush and uh, what's the other thing? To calm down. <laughs> <laughs> it says, then I washed you, nakedness, da, 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 you're naked and bare. Verse 8, when I passed by you again and looked upon you, indeed, your time was the time of love. So I spread my wing over you and covered your nakedness so we see God covering nakedness again yes I swore to, uh, an oath to you and entered into a covenant with you and you became mine says the Lord then I washed you in water yes I thoroughly washed off your blood and I anointed you with oil I clothed you in embroidered cloth and gave you sandals of badger skin I clothed you do you see how many times he's saying clothed you do you remember that when we're reading the story of Moses making clothes for Aaron it was not just one layer Torban, Ephod tunic this one sash why all of this because god wants you fully clothed fully kitted for your assignment fully protected from the dangers of your environment fully uh built up against the external invasion of that. he doesn't want any part of your life to suffer injury or damage somebody say thank you lord Thus, you were done with gold and silver, and your clothing was of fine linen and silk and embroidered cloth, cloth. Verse 13. You ate pastry of fine flour, honey, and oil. You were exceedingly beautiful. Somebody said, that's, yes, that's me. And succeeded to royalty. Your fame went out. Of- Somebody jealous me. Somebody jealous me because. What kind of grammar is that? and h- millions of kids, children, have been singing that since 1847. Somebody just be, Sanda Lily, yeah. yeah. Who said the standard living? You'll be allowing inst- Instagram uh, to know people. Yeah. Put their own voice. It makes sense. That one makes sense. Now it says your fame went out among the nations because of your beauty for it was perfect through my splendor which I had bestowed on you. So was the girl this Jerusalem babe (laughs) was she beautiful or not? Was she beautiful or not? Did her beauty gain ascendancy to the nations by itself? How was the beauty transmitted to the nations? Through the splendor, so the clothing allows your beauty to reach the nations. So you can be gifted and grounded, you can be anointed and unknown, you can be a preaching machine, but there is no bullet, you can be the best writer in the world, but there is nothing, no reader. God said there is a garment that will draw attention to your real beauty. Ayaba, sir. Some of you are not hearing what I'm saying. Tonight, somebody will be dressed. That amen needs encouragement. He said it's my splendor that makes your beauty shine. Have you not wondered why some people cannot talk the way you can talk, but they are getting all the biggest deals. Have you not noticed, some people, you don't even know what's special about them, but God has put a garment on them. You will no longer be naked. You will no longer be naked. You will no longer be naked. naked some of you you've been relying too much on your beauty but i'm beautiful but i'm an orator but i can talk but i'm good with money god is saying all of that is important but there is a garment that comes upon you joshua that the devil can no longer accuse you there's a garment that come upon upon you aaron that even though you are not all that great and special all of israel will need to pass through you and your family can I proclaim a blessing that I believe is upon my family, upon you here that there are many families that are going to come out of kings, that will be model families that nations will kill nations will kill to learn from you, your wife, your husband your children, in the name of Jesus this girl was beautiful but nobody was coming this girl was a smart business person but customers were not coming this girl was an anointed singer but her voice was not being heard this girl she had all the abilities and the profundity and the graces and all of that but nothing was busting forth I need to pray for you the garment of shame is stripped of you the garment of glory comes upon you. Arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of God is risen upon you. King. Say. ha, hey! King. Lopa Rotaka Ratahata Your beauty will shine forth Your beauty will shine forth Your beauty is shining forth Your beauty is shining forth Your beauty is shining forth Do not your beauty is shining forth? your beauty is shining forth your beauty is shining forth he said that your beauty shone forth to the nations because of my splendor your beauty was my plan but your beauty was never designed to shine forth without my splendor Because your beauty was supposed to be a carrier of my splendor. So that people are drawn to you. Because of the splendor. Carrying the beauty. But when they come to you. And you want to start showing off your beauty. You remember that it's my splendor that made your beauty attractive. Do you see how Paul was unapologetic and i hope i'm a good model to you people i'm so unapologetic about my projection of the faith everywhere paul would stand before kings and he was not asking for land or oil and gas property are, are you understand what i'm saying he was preaching to them the gospel he was not asking them for something that they had that he needed he was giving them something that they needed and shouldn't do without for eternity one king said, You almost converted me. Another one says, Too much len has made you mad. Paul could not be ignored. We proclaim your days of being ignored are over. That amen is be louder and stronger. I proclaim your days of being ignored are over. Your days. song are over. Your days have been unknown are over. Your days have been hidden are over. Now don't forget when we say hidden or not hidden. It's not about popularity. It's about the visibility that the value you've been given requires. So for example if you are a surgeon you don't You don't need to treat two billion people. But if you are the surgeon to the queen. Now, Dr. 90210, how many customers do you think he has in a year? Maybe one one per week. (laughs) It's not the number, it's the value. Are you understanding what I'm saying? It's the value that woman brought the alabaster box the big deal was not that the box was broken it could have been broken by accident the big deal was that she broke it at the right feet but because those feet created the heavens and the earth and those feet will walk across the earth the owner of the feet said wherever this gospel is preached wherever this gospel is preached you will no longer be naked. You will no longer be naked. You will no longer be naked. Can we pray that abata naked, no naked, no naked no more, 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 naked no more? How do you know you are naked? Every time the wind blows, you can feel it. Every time something is biting, it touches you. Every time somebody is hurting you, you feel it. That's how you know you're naked. You're so touchy. You touch everything, everything touches you. That's how you know you're naked. A no more no more The generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. To join this grown community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 908 4566 One more thing. Someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.